Hey guys, and welcome back to another series of the boring shit you need to know in business. I'm Amy Bajada, and I'm excited because this series, there's going to be more topics, more conversation, and some amazing business owners to share this time with. So let's jump in. Hey there, and welcome back to another episode of the boring shit you need to know in business podcast with me, Amy. Today, I wanted to talk about something I saw recently on socials that related to a comparison of costs between taking on a contractor to do some work in your business or taking on someone full-time to perform the same task. Now, before I get into this topic, I wanted to say that I've been thinking about this discussion on today's topic for some time. And at first, the priority for me was to ensure that I did some research around whether this sort of costing comparison was common among business owners trying to sell their services on socials or whether or not it was just a one-off. But unfortunately, it proved to be a very common approach. Whilst it is an effective strategy for the business promoting themselves, In some of the instances and examples that I found during my research, it proved anything but for those audiences considering the type of service that was on sale. Let me explain. You know I'm a huge fan of numbers and getting them right. And without a doubt, even more so, ensuring that the numbers are complete, accurate and timely when they're being presented. Any deviation from this can prove to have quite an impact because if any of those elements like the completeness, accuracy or timeliness of the information are omitted from the presentation of your numbers, you could find yourself making an ill-informed choice about how you go about investing your money. As so many times before, I was scrolling my socials, I think it was Instagram, and I saw a post from a social media management business that looked great and it had a catchy grab to the visual content and certainly was for me catchy because it had two columns of numbers and numbers are my jam. So I stopped to check it out. The nature of the post was to clearly and simply prove that using their services versus a full-time employee in their business was actually more cost effective. And upon first glance, it was quite the difference, which would certainly make anyone stop and consider the consequences of this type of comparison and the variation between the two. And it actually did, you know, there was quite a bit of engagement on this post, everything from comments to shares to likes. It was the perfect post, really. So I took a look. Why not? Not only did I take a look at the images, which again were presented quite clearly, they were really nice looking and they weren't confusing at all. I also took a look at the narrative to see the thought process that was connected to the images in the post. And I personally find that the narrative can can often provide more perspective than the images in isolation, which I guess it should, 
essentially in this game of social media madness. And I'm by no stretch of the imagination and am I an expert on this, but it's certainly for me, it provides a little bit more weight. And after all, I thought, well, these guys are the social media experts. So there's always something for me to learn here. So the narrative is just as important to me. Until I realized in looking at this post that there was a fundamental flaw. Whilst the individual columns of numbers were right in isolation, so the calculations were right, the numbers were clear, in isolation they were right. When you actually compared the two scenarios, which is what this post was asking us to do, you actually couldn't. You couldn't compare them. They weren't presented in a way that fairly and accurately provided an informative comparison, again, which was the purpose of the post. The contractor numbers were presented based on the average number of hours one would use a social media expert in their business, multiplied by the per hour rate. Now, the appealing thing here is that taking on a contractor, all you have is this one cost, this one per hour rate. So that was demonstrated in the post. The full-time numbers, well, they were presented in a way that represented a full-time employee. So there wasn't just one hourly rate. There was an annual figure. There was the superannuation. There were other on costs. So it was presented in a way that looked convoluted, which can be when taking on a full-timer. But in all seriousness... When looking closer, the comparative here left a 20-hour gap per week between the two. Seriously, 20 hours. Of course, in this particular instance and the way the numbers were presented, the full-timer was going to come off looking like the worst-case scenario when the numbers were presented this way. And they would come off looking like the worst-case scenario every single time if the numbers were presented this way. So therefore it played in to the purpose of the post, which was okay, the, the purpose made sense. There was a, there was a reason for it. We, we establish some sort of comparative around why using my services might be better or this social media management company's services might be better. But... It couldn't have been in this instance. I'm not saying that it isn't better to go with the social media management company, but the way these numbers were presented, there was no fair comparison. And whilst somewhere in the midst of the comments and the narrative, it was briefly mentioned that there was a difference in these numbers and that these differences would be the result of an inefficiency of having a full-timer, in my opinion, This wasn't clearly stated on the presentation of the numbers where it actually mattered most, and that was on the image. After all, when scrolling, we stop at the image. That's what's going to take our attention. That's what we're going to focus on. That's what we're going to be looking at. So the key pieces of information around these numbers should be contained within that image. But in actual fact, we're not looking at the comments or notes first, nor are we expected to be looking for something we weren't asking the question on? Now, we weren't asking that question because we assumed in the way the numbers were presented, or there's an assumption 
in the way these numbers are presented. And I would imagine that that assumption was intentional in terms of I want you to make an informed decision based on the way I've presented these this image to you. If we didn't know to ask the question, why would we? And why would we go in search of an answer to a question we weren't actually asking? And that is, is this right? Does this make sense? So here we are, many who had commented on the post, praising the impact and insinuating that it's now time to look at an external social media expert based on this information weren't actually fully informed. So the social media management company have done their job in convincing, but have they convinced for the right reasons? But here's the flaw in all of this. If you wanted someone to perform close to full-time hours, because let's face it, if you have a full-timer that's wasting 20 hours a week, because that's what they're suggesting the average full-timer will waste or be inefficient for, you know, getting coffee, having toilet breaks, socializing in the office. It's probably not about having a full-timer. You just probably have the wrong one. The narrative or the explanation doesn't necessarily go hand in hand because I certainly, if I was a a business owner, if I was the manager of a person wasting 20 hours a week on those inefficient moments, I'd certainly have something to say about that. So when looking at the numbers that were presented by this company, if one was convinced that this was for them, and there were quite a few comments suggesting that it was, and I could see why. And if they did, the the people who commented, if they did sort this company for their services and they actually then required more hours than what were originally stipulated on the post, which showed them the comparison, any more hours, if you crunch the numbers on this particular post, would result in you being immediately out of pocket a lot more than what you would have been had you have had even an inefficient social media person in your business. Seriously. But the thing is, the thing that will stay with them in making this choice, even if the costs start to rise, is that they were convinced by that one post that this is still the better option for them. Why? Because that business told them, that business showed them numbers and they're convinced that numbers don't lie. And whilst hand on my heart, I don't think numbers lie, but I don't think they lie when presented correctly. So if you're in this particular position and your costs continue to rise, you're just going to play into this same narrative that it's okay, this was still the better option. And I see this all the time when business owners don't go back and reflect upon how they've spent their money or what they've spent their money on and whether or not investing their money in a particular way, such as what we're talking about today, if they're not reflecting on it, they'll never, ever see it. And they'll always be convinced because that one post told them, I saw the numbers, the numbers don't lie. But can I tell you, these numbers were wrong, 100% wrong. Again, not the calculation, but the way they were compared. If you are ever comparing any number for any reason in your business, whether it be for internal measurement or review or social media posts about your business, ensure that you present the numbers in a way that are comparative because this is fair. 
ensure that they are complete. And whilst this post that I'm referring to was complete as far as the individual numbers were concerned, it wasn't an accurate representation of what they had advertised it to be. A simple note on the image to clearly identify that the hours being compared were in fact different by 20 hours. And even if there was a clear stipulation that there's an inefficiency factor built into these numbers, the reality is 20 hours can't equate to inefficiencies either. It just wouldn't. And like I said before, you've probably got the wrong person, not the wrong role. In saying that, I will validate that what they were suggesting as far as having a contractor take on this role for your business in lieu of a full-time employee is a valid and effective strategy and comes with its own set of positives, even if costs isn't one of them. Because employee aspects that a business needs to take on, like payment of superannuation and taxes, is always a good argument to take the contractor route. But it is still important to just ensure that you present your argument as such. Because when done right, and even if that meant that the cost was higher, it could still actually have a positive impact on why you should take the contractor over a full-time person in your business. So when doing the research, there was a lot of this sort of misappropriation of information around the numbers. And I'm not sure whether it was a conscious thing on their part, I'm sure it wasn't, but it does play into that narrative that there really is a need to upskill in the area of finances so that us business owners, we're identifying the gaps in the information being presented ourselves, or even that you're presenting information that's better for your potential clients to make a more informed decision. And I did, I I promise you, I looked at this objectively because, because I am passionate about numbers, I thought perhaps I needed to look at it from a different angle, but I really just couldn't get past the glaringly obvious error in hours versus costs. I guess in essence, it continues to confirm to me that my mission to bring big business thinking to small business owners from a financial perspective is certainly the right one. And having done this for over 10 years now, it needs to continue more than ever. So my friends, be sure to check in on the numbers being presented to you or the numbers you're presenting when thinking about your pitch or another business's pitch that claims to save you money. You might just save thousands of dollars in the long run. I hope this has helped. Thanks for listening and I hope you make it count. And that's it, guys, for another episode of the boring shit you need to know about business. I'm Amy Bajada, and I'll see you next time.